وفيه آخا أشرف الأخيار بين المهاجرين والأنصار ثم بنى بابنة خير صحبه وشرع الأذان فاقتدي به وغزوة الأبواء بعد في صفر هذا وفي الثانية الغزو اشتهر إلى بواط ثم بدر ووجب تحول القبلة في نصف رجب من بعد ذي العشير يا إخواني وفرض شهر الصوم في شعباني والغزوة الكبرى التي ببدري في الصوم في سابع عشر الشهر ووجبت فيه زكاة الفطر من بعد بدر بليال عشر وفي زكاة المال خلف فدري وماتت ابنة النبي البري رقية قبل رجوع السفر زوجة عثمان وعرس الطهر فاطمة على علي القدر وأسلم العباس بعد الأسر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم السلام عليكم dear brothers and sisters and welcome back to our lessons on the seerah from Al-Urjuza Tulmi'iyya fi dhikri hali Ashraf Al-Bariyya for the great Imam Ibn Abi Al-Izz Al-Hanafi Rahimuhullah We have reached line or verse 46 where the Shaykh he says Rahimuhullah وفيه آخا أشرف الأخيار بين المهاجرين والأنصار In it, the best of the best united the muhajirun and ansar as brothers. وفيه in it meaning in the first year, meaning the first year after the hijrah. آخا أشرف الأخيار The best of the best, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he united as brothers. The Muhajirun and Ansar. And this is to bring comfort to each of them and to rid them of feeling estranged, separated from their family and kinfolk. Also to strengthen the bond of brotherhood between them. Ibn al-Qayyim he says in Zad al-Ma'ad, Afterward, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam united the Muhajirun and Ansar as brothers in the house of Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu an. There were 90 men, half of them from the Muhajirun and half of them from the Ansar. He united them as brothers to bring comfort and that they can inherit from one another aside from their kin up until the battle of Badr when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed And blood relations among each other have closer personal ties in the decree of Allah meaning regarding the inheritance. Then the inheritance reverted back to the kingfolk aside the previous joining of brotherhood. My dear brothers and sisters, the Ansar were praised by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who praised their nobility and super level of selflessness in the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّأُوا الدَّارَ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَا يَجِدُونَ فِي صُدُورِهِمْ حَاجَةً مِمَّا أُوتُوا وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصَةً وَمَنْ يُوْقَ شُحَّ نَفْسِهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ And those who before them had homes, meaning in Medina, and had adopted the faith, love those who immigrate to them and have no jealousy in their chests for that which they have been given, and give them 
meaning the immigrants' preference over themselves, even though they were in need of it. And whoever is protected from the stinginess of his soul, it is those who will be the successful. My dear brothers and sisters, even reached the level that some of the Ansar would give up half of his wealth for his brother from the Muhajirun, as is found in Sahih al-Bukhari, as narrated by Anas radiyallahu an, who said that Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiyallahu an came to Medina and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam established a bond of brotherhood between him and Sa'ad ibn Rabi'ah al-Ansari radiyallahu an. Sa'ad suggested that Abdurrahman should accept half of his property and family. Abdurrahman said to him, Barakallahu laka fi ahlika wa malik. Dullani ala souk. May Allah bless you and your family and property. Guide me to the marketplace. So Abdurrahman, radiyallahu an, while doing business in the market, made some profit of some condensed dry yogurt and butter. After a few days, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw him, meaning Abdurrahman ibn Awf, wearing clothes stained with yellow perfume. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked, What is this, O Abdurrahman? He, radiyallahu an, said, Ya Rasulullah, tazawwajtu imra'atan min al-ansar. Allah's Messenger, I have married an Ansari woman. Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked, فَمَا سُكْتَ فِيهَا What have you given her as mahar? Abdurrahman said, radiyallahu an, وَزْنَ نَوَاتٍ مِنْ ذَهَبٍ A piece of gold about the weight of a date stone. Then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, أَوْلِمْ وَلَوْ بِشَاتٍ Give or host a walima, a post-wedding banquet, even if you only use one sheep. Then the Sheikh moves on to line or verse 47, where he speaks about the consummation of the Prophet sallallahu marriage to Aisha radiallahu anha and the Adan being legislated. He says, rahimuhullah, ثُمَّ بَنَا بِبْنَةِ خَيْرِ صَحْبِهِ وَشَرَعَ الْأَذَانَ فَاقْتَدِي بِهِ Afterward, he consummated his marriage to the daughter of his best companion, and the Adan was legislated, so follow him. Here the Shaykh Rahimullah is speaking about the Prophet consummating his marriage in the first year of his migration to Medina to Aisha. And other scholars have said that this occurred in the second year after the migration. So the Prophet married the daughter of his best companion, meaning Aisha radiyallahu anha, who is the daughter of his best companion, Abu Bakr radiyallahu an. Then the Shaykh spoke about the legislation of the Adan, al-Adan, and the Adan was legislated, meaning for the Salah, for the five daily prayers. And before the legislation of the Adan, the people would wait for the time of Salah. When they felt that the time was approaching, they headed to the Masjid. Ibn Umar an, he reported as is found in Bukhari and Muslim that when the Muslims arrived at Medina, they used to assemble for the prayer and used to estimate the time for it. During those days, the practice of Adan for the prayers had not been introduced yet. Once they discussed this problem regarding the call for prayer, some people suggested the use of a bell like the Christians. Others proposed a trumpet like the horn used by the Jews. But Amar was the first to suggest that a man should call the people for the prayer. So Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam ordered Bilal to get up and pronounce the Adan for prayers.
My dear brothers and sisters, as Sheikh Abdul Razak al-Badr says here, Hafizuhullah, the intent of the statement here that the Prophet wasallam ordered Bilal to get up and pronounce the Adan for the prayer is not the well-known Adan. Rather, it was the saying, As-Salatul Jami'ah, or gather for the prayer, and they gathered, as has been mentioned by the ulama. Then after that, Abdullah ibn Zayd had a dream and told it to the Prophet wasallam. In this dream, he heard the words of the Adan starting with Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar to the end of the Adan. So the Prophet said, Innaha la ru'ya haqqun insha'Allah fakum ma'bilalin fa'alqi alayhi ma ra'ayta falyu'adhin bihi fa'innahu anda sawtan mink. It is a truthful dream by the will of Allah and he then should use it to call the people for prayer, get up with Bilal and teach him these words so he can use it to call the people to prayer for he has a louder voice than you have. This report is found in Sunan Abi Dawood, At-Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah and was graded Hassan by Shaykh Al-Albani rahimuhullah. So my dear brothers and sisters, this is how the Adan was legislated. And the Shaykh at the end of this line, he said, rahimuhullah, so follow him because he sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the imam of the pious and therefore he is the example for all the believers likewise it has been legislated in the sunnah for the muslims to follow the caller of the adan and repeat after him what he says except when the mu'addin or the caller of adan says hey ala salah hey ala al-falah then one should say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah we have no strength or power except by the means of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as has been mentioned by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Sahih al-Bukhari. My dear brothers and sisters, before we move on and start discussing verses 48 to 50 about the battles of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam or his military campaigns, we'd like to quickly recap what happened in the first year after Hijrah before we start mentioning the second year onwards. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he arrived in Medina in that first year after Hijrah in the month of Rabi' al-Awwal. And in that first year, his masjid was built sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Medina and also the apartments for his wives were built. Also the prayer increased as we discussed. Dhuhr, Asr and Isha went from two rak'ah to four rak'at. Also according to one of the views, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Shawwal consummated his marriage to Aisha radiallahu anha and as we said others said it was in the second year after Hijrah also in Shawwal as has been mentioned Abdullah ibn Zubair was born radiallahu an and he was the first child born for the Muhajireen in Medina and also the brotherhood was established in this first year between the Muhajireen and Ansar and also the legislation of Adan the Sheikh then says in verses 48 to 50 وَغَزْوَةُ الْأَبْوَاءِ بَعْدُ فِي صَفَرْ هَذَا وَفِي الثَّانِيَةِ الْغَزْوُ اشْتَهَرْ إِلَى بُوَاطٍ ثُمَّ بَدْرٍ وَوَجَبْ تَحَوُّلُ الْقِبْلَةِ فِي نِصْفِ رَجَبْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذِي الْعُشَيْرِ يَا إِخْوَانِي وَفَرْضُ شَهْرِ الصَّوْمِ فِي شَعْبَانِي Then the military campaign of Al-Abwa' was in Safar. In the second, this military campaign became well known. Afterward was Buat. Then Badr, in the middle of Rajab, the Qibla was changed. Oh my brother, then after that was Dhul Ushair, and then the obligation to fast the month of Ramadan came in Sha'ban. My dear brothers and sisters, the author here begins his discussion about the military campaigns or the battles of the Prophet 
But before we discuss this topic, as Sheikh Abdul Razak Al-Badr mentions, Hafizahullah, it is befitting to mention the significance and importance of learning about the military campaigns of the Prophet and its tremendous benefit. And there are many reports about how important it was, my dear brothers and sisters, to the Salaf to teach their families, to teach their children about the battles of the Prophet or the military campaigns. So much so that it's mentioned that they would learn about the military campaigns of the Prophet ﷺ just like they would learn a surah from the Qur'an. And their fathers would say to them, My dear son, these are the achievements of your forefathers, so don't forget them. The military campaigns, my dear brothers and sisters of the Prophet ﷺ were many, were numerous, some of which he physically took part in, which the ulama called Ghazawat, and other expeditions or military campaigns or saraya which he وسلم, didn't take part in. In Sahih Bukhari and Muslim, on the authority of Abi Ishaq, who said, I said to Zayd bin Arqam, how many military campaigns did the Messenger of Allah وسلم, undertake? He said, 19 campaigns. I asked him, on how many campaigns did you accompany him? He said, on 17 campaigns. Ibn Hajar rahimahullah, when he commented on this hadith, he said, as for his statement in the hadith 19, it is referring to the military campaigns that the Prophet ﷺ went out on himself, were he for or not. However, Abu Ya'la related by the way of Abu Zubair on the authority of Jabir that the number of military campaigns was 21 and its chains of narrators is Sahih, and its origin was in Sahih Muslim. So based upon this, Zayd bin Arqam failed to mention two, or he counted two military campaigns as one. However, Ibn Sa'ad extended the number of military campaigns which the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was in himself to 27, and Al-Waqidi followed him in that. This is in line with what Ibn Ishaq counted, except that he didn't separate Al-Qura from the Battle of Khaybar. As for the expeditions and raiding parties, Ibn Ishaq counted 36 and Al-Waqidi counted 48. Now the Sheikh is saying, وَغَزْوَةُ الْأَبْوَاءِ بَعْدُ فِي Safar. Then the military campaign of Al-Abwa' was in Safar. So this military campaign occurred in the month of Safar in the second year of the migration. It was also called the military campaign of Waddan and both of these places are near each other. Al-Abwa is around 24 miles from Medina. Now regarding this military campaign, no actual fighting occurred. Rather peace was made with the leader of Banu Damra bin Abd Manat bin Kinana with its leader Majdi bin Amr. Then the Sheikh says, هذا وفي الثانية in the second, meaning in the second year of the migration, Al-Ghazwu Ishtahar, the military campaign became well known. This was mainly because the Muslims gained power and support, so fighting became prescribed. That was the starting point, and its fame occurred in the second year of the Prophet's migration to Medina. Afterward, it was Buat, meaning then the Messenger of Allah وسلم, made an attack in the month of Rabi' al-Akhir or Rabi' al-Thani to Buat. He وسلم, wanted to obstruct one of the business caravans of Quraysh so it would reach Buat from the direction of Radwa. Afterward, 
he returned to Medina without encountering any traps. He remained there for the rest of Rabi' al-Akhir and the following month. Thumma Badrin, then Badr, meaning afterward he went to the first military campaign in Badr in Jumad al-Akhirah. This military campaign was also called Ghazwatu Safawan because Al-Qurz bin Jabir al-Fihri made a raid on some livestock in Medina. So the Prophet ﷺ left Medina in pursuit of this man until he reached a valley called Safawan in the direction Oni Badr. But Qurz bin Jabir slipped away and the Prophet ﷺ wasn't able to catch him so he returned back to Medina. Then the Sheikh says, Rahimullah, وَوَجَبْ تَحَوَّلُ الْكِبْلَةِ فِي نِصْفِ رَجَبْ in the middle of Rajab, the Qibla was changed. Now the scholars didn't disagree that the changing of the Qibla from Bayt al-Maqdis to the Kaaba happened in the second year of Hijrah before the big battle in Badr or the battle of Badr al-Kubra. However, they do disagree as to the month. Some scholars say that it happened in Sha'ban. Others say it happened in Jumad al-Akhir. Others said in Rajab as the author Ibn Abil Az has chosen, and this is the, the saying of many of the scholars. Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, he says in his commentary of Sahih al-Bukhari, Fathul Bari, the changing of the Qibla occurred in the middle of the month of Rajab in the second year, according to the most correct opinion. So based upon this, the majority of scholars are absolutely certain of the matter as well. Then the Sheikh says, rahimahullah, oh my brothers, and after that, Dhul Ushair meaning that the first military campaign in Badr was after the military campaign in Dhul Ushair. It occurred 10 days before Badr. The Prophet ﷺ came out himself on this military campaign until he reached the place in the center of Yamba. He remained there for the rest of the month and stayed some nights of the following month. He made peace with Bani Mudlij, then returned back to Medina without encountering any traps. Then the Sheikh says, وَفَرْضُ شَهْرِ الصَّوْمِ فِي شَعْبَان And then the obligation to fast the month of Ramadan came in Sha'ban, meaning in the second year of the migration after the Qibla was changed to the Kaaba a month ago. This was in the month of Sha'ban. Then the Sheikh mentions in line or verse 51, the great battle of Badr or غَزْوَةُ Badr Al-Kubra. وَالْغَزْوَةُ الْكُبْرَ الَّتِي بِبَدْرِ فِي الصَّوْمِ فِي سَابِعِ عَشْرِ الشَّهْرِ The biggest military campaign, which was in Badr, happened while fasting on the 17th of the month, meaning the month of Ramadan. My dear brothers and sisters, the Battle of Badr was the first of the major military campaigns in which war between the Muslims and the disbelievers broke out. The Prophet ﷺ originally came out to encounter a caravan for the Quraysh returning from Sham or Syria on business in the company of Abu Sufyan. So Abu Sufyan appealed for help from the Quraysh in Mecca. The Quraysh sent aid to them, so they made preparations and left out to encounter the Prophet ﷺ, and then the caravan fled. The Prophet ﷺ and the Mushrikeen, the pagans of Mecca, met each other in the famous Battle of Badr. The killing occurred and there was battling between both sides. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted the believers a clear victory and the disbelievers were utterly defeated. The disbelievers fled from the believers. The Muslims captured a group of 70 and killed a group of 70. The majority of those killed were the supporters senior leaders and distinguished individuals in this battle. On the night of fighting, the Prophet 
pointed out those senior fighters and indicated the specific places, meaning where they would die, as affirmed in Sahih Muslim, in which he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this is the fighter such and such. Not a single person made a mistake in the place which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam specified. The Muslims obtained great spoils in this battle. It was the day of Furqan, as Allah called it, in the Quran because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a distinction between truth and falsehood. The Muslims were strengthened and the disbelievers were humiliated. Dread and fear was cast into the hearts of the enemies of Islam on that day. Then the Shaykh says, في الصومي في سابع عشر الشهر fasting on the 17th of the month meaning this military campaign, the Battle of Badr was on the 17th of the blessed month of Ramadan in the second year after Hijrah. Then the Shaykh says, Rahimullah, in lines 52 and half of 53. At that time, Zakat al-Fitr became an obligation 10 nights after Badr and understand that regarding Zakat on the Muslim's wealth is a disagreement. وَوَجَبَتْ فِيهِ meaning it became an obligation at that time meaning the month of fasting Ramadan Zakat al-Fitri Zakat al-Fitr is sa'an min ta'am is a sa'a of food obligatory upon the young, the old, the male, the female, the free and the slave to give This Zakat is called Zakat al-Fitr because it is associated with breaking one's fast in the month of Ramadan مِنْ بَعْدِ بَدْرٍ Ten nights after Badr, meaning Zakat al-Fitr was made an obligation near the end of Ramadan, ten days after the Battle of Badr. And as we said, the Battle of Badr, my dear brothers and sisters, was on the 17th day of Ramadan in the second year after Hijrah. And ten days after that, Zakat al-Fitr was made an obligation. So before the end of the month, by two or three days. Ibn Jarir al-Tabari, rahimahullah, the great Mufassir, he said in the second year, the Muslims were ordered to pay Zakat al-Fitr. Some say, indeed, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam addressed the people a day or two before the Eid and ordered them to do it. وَفِي زَكَاتِ الْمَالِ Regarding Zakat al-Mal, meaning Zakat on the Muslim's wealth, and as we know, this is a religious duty on a portion of one's wealth. خُلْفٌ There is a disagreement. Meaning there is a disagreement among the people of knowledge as to when it was made obligatory. A group of scholars say it was in the second year of the Hijrah of the Prophet Then the Shaykh mentions in the next few lines the passing away of the daughter of the Prophet Rukayya, Fatima's marriage to Ali and Al-Abbas accepting Islam. In the second half of line 53, the Shaykh says, Rahimuhullah, وماتت ابنة النبي البر رقية قبل رجوع السفر زوجة عثمان وعرس الطهر فاطمة على علي القدر وأسلم العباس بعد الأسر in the second half of verse 53, the daughter of the truthful Prophet وسلم, died. Rukaya, the wife of Uthman, died before his return from traveling and the wedding of the chaste. Fatima to the noble Ali and Al Abbas accepted Islam after being captured. The daughter of the truthful Prophet died, meaning Rukaya, before his returning from traveling, meaning before the army returned to Medina after they fought at the Battle of Badr. 
the Prophet وسلم, he stayed on the outskirts for three days after the battle, as was his practice, as is affirmed in Bukhari and Muslim. Whenever he conquered the people, he would stay in their outskirts for three days and then return. So after staying on the outskirts, he left with the captives of war and the spoils earned from the Battle of Badr heading towards Medina. He وسلم, dispatched ahead of him two people bearing glad tidings of victory and triumph. Abdullah ibn Rawaha was sent to the upper part of Medina and Zayd bin Haritha an, to the lower part of Medina. Usama bin Zayd, he said, an, we received news of victory and triumph over those who ascribe partners to Allah, reject and disbelieve in him when we were burying Ruqayya, the daughter of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Zawjatu Uthman, the wife of Uthman bin Affan, he stayed back with her in Medina as ordered by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to tend to her, to care for her because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam went out to the Battle of Badr when she was sick and based upon this he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave Uthman his share of the spoils of Badr. So following the completion of the Battle of Badr, Ursul Tuhri, meaning the wedding of the chaste, Fatima radiallahu anha, the daughter of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to the noble Ali, meaning he had attained a high and lofty status, radiallahu anha. وأسلم العباس and العباس accepted Islam and as we know he is the uncle of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم بعد الأسري after being captured as he was among those who were captured in this battle. However, my dear brothers and sisters, the scholars have differed as to when Abbas accepted Islam رضي الله عنه. Some say that it was after his capture after the Battle of Badr and this is what Ibn Abi Al-Az chose رحمه الله. Other scholars say that he accepted Islam before this. And that he came with the disbelievers on this campaign unwillingly and he kept his Islam hidden. And Imam Ahmad and others related what supports this view in which Al-Abbas said, Indeed, I was a Muslim before this battle and they, the disbelievers, forced me to accompany them. And with that we conclude for today. Insha'Allah in our next lesson we will discuss what happens after the Battle of Badr starting off with verse 56 which discusses the campaign at Banu Qaynuqa'a. Wallahu alam wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وفيه آخا أشرف الأخيار بين المهاجرين والأنصار ثم بنى بابنة خير صحبه وشرع الأذان فاقتدي به وغزوة الأبواء بعد في صفر هذا وفي الثانية الغزو اشتهر إلى بواط ثم بدر ووجب تحول القبلة في نصف رجب من بعد ذي العشير يا إخواني وفرض شهر الصوم في شعباني والغزوة الكبرى التي ببدري في الصوم في سابع عشر الشهر ووجبت فيه زكاة الفطر من بعد بدر بليال عشر وفي زكاة المال خلف فدري وماتت ابنة النبي البري رقية قبل رجوع السفر زوجة عثمان وعرس الطهر فاطمة على علي القدر وأسلم العباس بعد الأسر